0: Hello and welcome to the Showbiz Show with David Spade- I'm just kidding, it's the Kane violation. With me, Sam Kane. What's up, guys? All right, let's do the NBA news. Now, I'm lazy today. I'm just gonna read off of Keith Smith's Twitter keith smith mba you know keith smith he has the looks and knowledge of a software engineer so he really does he's really plugged in he has all the news let's uh let's let's read off what he has here's who the boston celtics have waived chris clemens i didn't even know he was on the team luke Also didn't know he was on the team. I guess they just signed and waived them so they could... Wow, this music is very distracting. Um, Probably not the best instrumental to pick. Uh, They probably just signed and waived them... Because they uh, wanted their G League rights. Garrison Matthews gone. Theo Pinson gone. Gone to the the main, not the Red Claws anymore. The Celtics. Garrison Matthews is apparently a free agent, though. So what else? What else? The Jazz convert Malik Fitz to a two way contract. Fitz. Fitz. Hopefully, hopefully he fits in with their... Oh, I did it, I did it. Um, The Knicks have waved Brandon Knight. Brandon Knight? What? He was on the team? I didn't know he was on the Knicks. Okay. Wow, this is really distracting music. Wait, what? Houston just announced the release of Dante Exum? Oh, what Chris Dunn got waived? Marquise Chris, Patrick Patterson, Harry Giles. Really, this is happening. We're finding this out live. Maybe I need to become as obsessed as I was with the NBA like two years ago, or not. I'm actually kind of curious. What is going? On? I can't go on Hoops Room. There's something going on with my internet. It's like every time I go to. A page that has an invalid date certificate, it uh, it it won't show the page. It makes it look like attack attackers are trying to steal my information, which isn't true. Maybe it is Hoopsrumors.com. dot com. Like I can't even go on Wikipedia. I don't know how to fix it. I've been I've been looking at my my U Block Origin settings, and I have no idea. So. Whenever this happens, I just go to my phone and go on Wikipedia. So what's it? Hoops, Rumors, Nuggets wave Nick Stask Nick Staskus was on the Nuggets? What is going on here? Um, Bucks wave four players. Let's see who the Bucks waved. Uh, Wenyan Gabriel, Tremont Waters, Jalen L- Leek, Javin Delorier Tremont Waters that's my old buddy there good old Tremont who else Brand- I didn't even know Brandon Knight was on the Knicks so the Rockets wave Dante Exum why did they, they just signed him Exum signed a three-year deal with the Rockets last month that had a base value of $8.1 million and included another $8 million in likely and unlikely incentives. There were conflicting reports on Exum's salary deals, but Hoops rumors can confirm that his $2.5 million base salary for the 21-22 Salary was non-guaranteed, so Houston won't be on the hook for any dead money. Um, Why did they even do this? They signed him for $8 million, but it was non-guaranteed? I don't understand. What are they doing? I mean, it was weird that they even signed him to begin with. Oh, so it wasn't eight million dollars; it was just two point five million. Why did they, why did they say it was eight million dollars? Like that made no sense. Like whoever reported that was probably his agent. Um, who else? I saw someone else got waived. Chris Dunn, my old pal Chris Dunn, who was on the Celtics for a month. What happened? What happened? Grizzlies cut Chris Dunn to others. Uh, Matthew Hurt and David Stockton. So Chris Dunn is a free agent. Can't sign with the Celtics, though. We traded him. So he can't sign with the Celtics? Or... Actually, I think he could sign with the Hawks. I think there's a rule. Like... If you get traded then waived, you can't go back to the team that traded you. But... If, like, you were traded three different times, which has happened within a two-month span, you can go back to one of those first teams that traded you. It's confusing. Taco Fall's balling on the Cavs. But, um... Who are we t- we're talking about the orlando magic good lord uh. <laughs> what uh was going on with the magic yeah wow um they played the Celtics the other night um but uh I mean let's talk about who their highest paid player is it's Gary Harris unfortunately, and he's making over twenty million dollars this season he's Truly a shell of what he used to be. I mean, the final three preseason games, he didn't make a single three. And, oh, like, what? He doesn't do much else. he That's what he's supposed to do. He's supposed to hit threes. Play good defense and hit threes. That's what got him paid. And he doesn't do that anymore. Now I know he's been injured a bunch, but you know, you you kind of got to do that if you want to stay in the league. You got to play defense and hit three; otherwise, you're just like a another player out on the floor doing nothing really. Um. So I I even if like he gets bought out, I don't even think a contender would really trust him on the floor in a playoff game. He's not a buyout candidate. I don't think anyone would want him. He's just not good. Someone will take a flyer on him, I'm sure. I it, It's not like this is going to be his last NBA season, but it's not looking good right now. It looks like he cannot shoot anymore. He's forgotten how to shoot. So, longest tenured player on the Orlando Magic... This is an interesting one. It's actually Terrence Ross. It's not Jonathan Isaac. Jonathan Isaac was drafted in 2017, but the season prior, Terrence Ross was acquired via trade from the Toronto Raptors in, uh, so this was, let's look, February 2017. It was the Serge Ibaka swap. I'm actually surprised that Terrence Ross is still on the magic. What's he doing here? He's, he's... I, I, I guess they couldn't trade him last year? Or maybe they didn't like what was being offered? I mean, then again, it makes sense because the Celtics got Evan Fournier for two second rounders, which is really nothing. Terrence Ross is under contract for this year as well as next year, so maybe the Magic were holding out on getting like a first for him. I don't know if he's worth a first. He's probably just going to get traded for a second rounder before February, I'd imagine. There's definitely teams that are going to want him. The set the Celtics could get them through the trade exception if they if they really wanted to. The Celtics are over the tax line, which there's no way they're gonna pay the tax this year. So there's no way they're gonna go any further into the tax. That they're, they're probably I don't know how the Celtics are gonna get out of the tax. They're probably gonna end up having the trade Wancho unless Wancho is actually good. Highest-paid G- D or G-leaguer It's Jonathan Isaac. So he briefly went to the G League his rookie season. Um, Magic are going to be an interesting team when he gets back. This team is just gushing, gushing with young talent. In fact, I have a list here that I made of all the first-round talent that they have who are age 24 and under, let's go over it. So they got Jonathan Isaac, 2017 draft pick, pick number six, pick six, pick six. Mo Wagner, 2018 draft pick number 25. Markel Fultz, number one pick, 2017. Mo Bamba, 2018 draft, also a. Pick 6 Chuma Okeke 2019 draft pick Picked at 16 Wendell Carr Jr. 2018 draft pick Number 7 Cole Anthony 2020 draft Pick number 15 Jalen Suggs 2021 draft Pick number 5 Franz Wagner, 2021 draft, pick number 8. RJ Hampton, 2020 draft, pick number 21. That's 10 guys I just listed. That's more than half their roster. So half of their roster is first-round talent. Uh, uh, Basically been drafted less than five years ago. So you'd imagine that at least a couple of these guys are going to become great nba players. I'd say John Isaac looks to be leading the pack right now, although his health is a major concern. I don't know what is going on with him, but if uh, you know, gets healthy, it's looking like uh, there's some possible all-star potential there. Maybe maybe I'm speaking too soon. Fultz and Okeke are hampered right now and I even playing any games in the preseason definitely a gamble paying Mark L. Fultz giving him that extension last year I mean even worse for his case R.J. Hampton and Cole Anthony actually look like productive guards they, they've they had decent preseasons Jalen Suggs I mean that's your number 5 pick of this draft you, you gotta give him playing time he's projected to be very skilled So Foltz might be shit out of luck. I mean, there's a chance his contract could be completely dead salary next year if he can't get healthy. I feel bad for the guy, but, you know, at least he can say he got paid. He, He was on his rookie contract. Rookie contract is, like, you're making nearly $10 million as soon as you get in the league. So I'd imagine he's made north of $50 million at this point in his career for really not doing much. $50 million of hype. Good for him. Um, I was watching uh, Orlando's game against the Celtics on Wednesday. It was actually R.J. Hampton who uh, seemed to be a force to be reckoned with. Just constantly attacking the basket. Something we wish a lot of more uh, NBA players would do, but I know uh, the vets out there, they don't want to risk getting injured. This guy Hampton, he killed the Celtics. He was splashing threes, stealing the ball, and beating everybody to the basket. He blew right by Bruno Fernando at one point and just slammed it down. Grant Williams uh, was right around the basket. He didn't want any part of that. I mean, Hampton, this guy is so young, so... um, Really a nice get from the Aaron Gordon trade, I gotta say. It, uh, It looks like Hampton's really the prize of that trade. Um looking at the deal here the nuggets only gave up one first round pick for Aaron Gordon and it's protected and it's not it doesn't convert until uh 2025 or that's a, that's when the pick could possibly convert so it was basically RJ Hampton Gary Harris the 2025 first round it's It's First round pick in parentheses Two years after Nuggets transfer first round Pick to Thunder protected Top five in 25 2027 What the hell does that mean So That pick has to go to the Thunder First and then maybe The Magic can get it God That's like the hardest job In the NBA like Figuring out where these <laughs> how these picks are getting routed I, I, I don't know it puts my brain in knots and then oh Gary Clark was in that trade whatever happened to him I don't think he's on a team right now he was decent in Houston Um, so RJ Hampton he's essentially what the magic got back In the Gordon deal, as of now, since Gary Harris has really zero value right now, I'd say. What uh, I think the Magic need to do is keep a close eye on uh, the two guys who were uh, drafted only a couple picks apart. That's Mo Bamba and Wendell Carter Jr., 2018 draft class. Oh my god, I just realized, no... I'm such an idiot. I, um... Oh, man, I entered in one of those Yahoo Fantasy Leagues. And I had my draft scheduled today, and I missed it! No! I'm just gonna sign up for another one. It was only five bucks, whatever. So that means it was probably auto draft. Let's see if I can log on here. I'm kind of curious to see what auto draft picked for me. So auto pick got me Zion Williamson, Rashawn Holmes, Carl Anthony Towns, and Nikola Vucevic. So the the thing that reminded me of this, I wanted to draft a whole team. Of the 2018 draft, like every player on the roster being in the 2018 draft. That's what reminded me of it, talking about Mo Bamba and Wendell Carter Jr. That was my plan for this draft. Now, I'm going to have to join another league now to make that happen because none of these four players are in the same draft class. And my theory behind it is that you know, I in the last ten years, I averaged like, you know, what the uh, the player who's most likely to um, be most improved player of the year, like um, whether it's their like fifth year in the league, sixth year in the league, uh, third year in the league, like I averaged it all out over the past ten years, and. It came to around four. So, a lot of times it is a player's uh, fourth year in the league where they, you know, make a, a big leap. Um, or if it's it's someone who, you know, didn't play well out the gate, like around year four, there's an unexpected leap. So... That was my thinking behind there, is that someone in the 2018 draft will be most improved player of the year this year. So if that's the case, you might get someone later in the draft who uh, ends up being a huge value to your team. So I'll have to do that. I'll have to join another league to do that. So this one, I basically decided to, since it already picked basically four centers for me, as a joke, I'm just drafting all centers. This is my team right now. Zion Williamson, Rashawn Holmes, Carl Anthony Towns, Nikola Vucevic, Jared Allen, Isaiah Stewart, PJ Washington, Kelly Olynyk that is uh that's my whole roster so far. I don't have a single guard picked yet. Now I'm going to have to pick three guards eventually since they have point guard, shooting guard and just general guard spots. So, I'm actually I'm in the middle of the draft right now. I have one more bench spot and I'm picking Wendell Carter Jr. I'm picking guys who have really good rebound numbers. Um, anyways, let's get back to the magic. What's going on with these guys? So, uh, Mo Bamba, Wendell Carter Jr. These are the two guys of magic have to keep an eye on. They're technically... Extension eligible, but it seems unlikely a deal will be offered to them. Um, they still really are question marks. I mean, is this gonna be their future front court? Could they be potential backups? Would they even accept a role like that? Well, one thing for sure, uh, one thing's for sure, is that they're going to get starters' minutes. Right out the gate, so really, their future is in, in their hands right now. They gotta, they gotta play well. Uh, Bamba looks to uh, have a little bit more energy than he had last year. He had five blocks against the Celtics. The funniest one being when Romeo Langford challenged him at the basket, and Bamba basically made a a block caught. That's what I call it. It's basically when you're you're blocking the ball, but yeah catch it. And that was uh that was pretty funny. I gotta admit, even though it was against my team. I laughed. Um and <laughs> he was like staring down Langford like, oh man, this guy. Basically what happened after that block is what makes me worry about our pal Mo Bamba. He gets the ball up the floor, Bamba got the ball under the basket, didn't get the layup, Celtics got the rebound, Bamba immediately started complaining to the ref about getting fouled, did not get back on defense, man, let me tell you, I get annoyed, even when great players do this constantly. I get it if it's once in a while and if it was like just a a terrible no call, like super obvious sorry about the sirens I live on a main street it's unavoidable you should see me when I'm doing my self-tapes basically he's he's gotta get back on defense, I mean Jason Tatum, he would do this constantly last year just complaining about not getting not getting the foul because he's a star in the league now. It drove me naughty nuts. Now Bamba has some great tools, especially with his shot blocking and he's showing he can hit threes, but he's gotta stay focused and be willing to learn if he wants to be a starting center in this league for years to come. Now, Wendell Carter Jr., he had a decent game against the Celtics. He slammed it down on Bruno Fernando at one point. He was also constantly battling against uh, Grant Williams. Got two offensive fouls because of uh, Grant Williams. Pretty, pretty uh, impressive. Pretty impressive, Grant. Grant was uh, just a pain in his side. So you know what? You know what Wendell Carr Jr. did? He took his elbow and he slammed it right into Grant Williams. No, I'm just kidding. That was completely accidental, but the refs did review it to make sure it wasn't a flagrant. That was uh, just Grant Williams being Grant and uh, unaware of where he was running. Um... So, uh, yeah, it seems like these guys aren't fans of each other. Moe's brother, Franz, has been pretty average so far. He's the youngest guy on the team, actually. Um, So I'm sure they'll bring him along slowly, even though he's starting. What do you guys think Cole Anthony is in this league? I mean, I don't think he's a starter, but I could envision him being a good sixth man. Solid guard who can get you... 10 points right off the bench, yeah. Who is Jeff Downton? And why is he making fadeaways to beat my team? He might get a two-way contract because of that shot. So on Wednesday, Downton made this fadeaway jumper at the end of the game over Sam Hauser to basically essentially win the Magic's only preseason game it was a very pretty shot i will say a lot of folks on the magic message boards were saying ah we got too many guards we can't sign downton we got enough guards Michael fultz (laughs) <laughs> he needs to get the whoops knocking shit over. We needs to get the floor here. Come on. That's the way they talk in Orlando. They talk like uh like they have a phony Boston accent. Um they do have a lot of guards though. So I I think but Downton. That was a nice shot. That was a nice shot. I think I think that earned him a two-way spot. Let's see what happens, though. The veterans. A lot of veterans on this team, surprisingly. Michael Carter Williams. Remember him? He was on a Little League team with Bo Burnham. Look it up. There's a picture. There's a picture, and it's funny. In between them is uh some other person. Bo Burnham made a comment like, Oh, I feel bad for whoever's... a." Uh, Next to us, or whatever, so I butchered that. Yeah, they, uh, they're from Massachusetts. Uh, yeah, why, 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 Michael Carr-Williams, what's he doing, what's he doing? He's hurt right now, making three million dollars. Yeah, whatever. Get rid of him. Throw him in the, um, throw him in, uh, the, uh, the Terrence, the inevitable, Terrence Ross trade, which uh, is going to happen. We know. We know. Just to match a bigger salary. I could see, like, the Cavs maybe making a big push to get to the playoffs. Maybe even the Kings. No. What uh, What if Kevin Love gets traded to the Magic? Terrence Ross... Michael Carter-Williams, throw in Robin Lopez, boom, Cavs got a bunch of good veterans to make a playoff push, and the Magic have the corpse of K-Love, Clove. Robin, uh, one Moore, you can throw him in the trade too, uh, Robin Lopez, one Moore, two former Bulls players, they're, are just there. Veteran leadership, as they say. The Magic probably don't want a Process Sixers situation. That's why they signed these guys. That was uh, back when uh, the Process Sixers had no veterans on their team, and uh, Jalil Okafor was beating up fans in the street of Boston. Now, okay, okay, the the Boston fans were really heckling the hell out of them, but, uh, I mean... Jaleel, you're not supposed to beat them up. You're not supposed to be drinking at clubs when you're... He had to be like 19 or 20. And then, you know, you got to show some maturity. You can't just beat up fans for heckling you. So I think they ended up signing Elton Brand that season. They, They brought Elton Brand out of retirement. The NBA was like, please, just you're familiar with this organization just get things under control the the league was like really scared of the process sixers like this was the, 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 like they were panicking panic that's why sam hinkey got fired really because of that i mean had had uh, joel and bead come or had his rookie year that season they're probably not doing all that crazy stuff the league because uh Tatum was a beast right when he started playing like right off the bat right out the gate anyways we're not talking about the Sixers um what else what else each one more yeah why why ain't the Suns bring him back why didn't he get any playing time in the finals? Etouan Moore is actually a decent player. He got 10 points last game against the Celtics. He he was a starter on the Pelicans. Only, what was that, I guess it was like four years ago now. Time flies. Uh, Robin Lopez, uh, Brian Scalabrini joked that he only signed in Orlando. Brian Scalabrini's the Celtics announcer, by the way, if you guys didn't know. He joked on the Celtics broadcast that they only sign Lopez um, because he loves Disney World. Can you imagine, like, Robin Lopez and Disney World? Because he hates mascots. That's not a good place for him to be. Can you imagine, like, a a Robin Lopez rampage just chasing down minimum wage Disney workers, clocking the shit out of them? Yeah. I I could see. I could see Robin Lopez, each one Moore, Terrence Ross, Michael Carter Williams going to the Cavs. Then the the Cavs get rid of Kevin Love. Maybe they throw in Dean Wade in the deal. Ooh, D Wade back in Florida. I um. Yeah, you know. The Cavs the Cavs are gonna need some help if they wanna make the playoffs. I don't think Lamar Stevens is gonna be helping too much. Maybe he will. Anyways, the magic. Lando Magic. I uh I have you guys last in the East. You're not you're not gonna be a good team. You're not supposed to be a good team though. So You don't wanna win. You wanna get a high draft pick this the whole point of this season is to develop these youngsters and uh see who's gonna be part of this future core the future core of uh you know maybe in five years you guys are a decent team maybe hopefully you have an all-star already on the team but you got you got to figure out who it is. You got to figure out if you if Mo Bamba and Wendell Card Jr are worth keeping. You do. This is big. This is big. So. Okay. And the movie of the week is called Automatic. That's the title. Automatic. It's an action sci-fi film from 1995. It's straight to video, and you can tell. This was uh, just another page in the Creature Features book that uh, really did not have many options to choose from. I actually chose this movie because John Glover was in it. Really, that, that was the sole reason. Now, typically, when... I'm on a page and nothing seems appealing. I will usually just pick a movie with an actor that I'm familiar with um, in the cast, rather than the sometimes the I'll I'll do it by rating that the book gives, but after uh, some of the ratings this book has given, I I don't know if I trust it so i'd I'd rather just watch something with an actor I know, and uh I know who John Glover is. He was in another movie I reviewed called Apology. He was the bad guy in Scrooged the bill Murray Christmas movie uh he's a bad guy in this as well he's He's just a bad maybe he's a nice guy in real life, but he plays a bad guy a lot. And uh, let's see. Yeah, he's a bad guy in this movie. He has this multi-million dollar company. The Robgen Industries. And their thing is that they make androids. Androids that protect people. So who who needs a gun? Who needs a gun to protect them? When they can have an android that uh, will kill any unwanted burglars that try to break in the house. Now, I'm sure uh, sure nothing will go wrong, you know, having your own robot. I wonder if this is going to happen someday. It probably will. So The beginning of the movie is like an advertisement talking about the... They are called the J-series automatic. You're not really sure what's going on at first. There's a bunch of burglars that break into a home and start shooting up a family, which is uh, pretty drastic. And then you realize, oh, it's a commercial because there's a voiceover saying that now... Watch what would happen if you had the J-series automatic. And the burglars break in. There's like four of them. They have guns. And the robot stands in front of the family, puts his hand out and says, Excuse me, what are you doing? Please go away. And the burglars are like, Ah, screw you. And they just start shooting him. And uh yeah, the automatic uh, kicks the burglar's ass. So that's the thing. this this is like a, a a new prototype they have, a new model. And John Glover at the beginning of the movie, he's in his uh, big uh, corporate building, talking to one of his investors, his investors he's kind of a pain in the ass but uh he's just like ah i don't know this better work i'm giving you a lot of money this better not go south this, uh, this better uh this better not be a waste of money whatever and then weird stuff starts happening there's an employee at the company who just starts molesting this female employee but one of the androids was in the room and he's like hey what are you doing don't don't touch the lady and the guy's like screw you you're just a robot so then the the robot like pushes him and hits his head on the desk and then he dies Mr. Creepy-can't-keep-his-hands-to-himself dies. And that's a big deal because this guy was high up in the company and this robot just killed him. And John Glover freaks out. Like, ah! What? This can't get out! This can't get out! Otherwise, this model's a failure! He just murdered one of my employees! Who's a rapist! But we're not going to let people know that. That's probably a worse story, by the way. At least it would be today that, you know, someone who works high up in your company uh, tried uh, attacking a female employee sexually. That would be very, very bad. But no, back then, this stuff was... uh, ...swept under the rug. It was not a big deal, apparently. And the bigger deal is that a robot stopped the thing from happening. I mean, that would mean the the robot works. Really. But not according to John Glover's logic. So he hires, like, this whole team to take out this robot... And the robots, you know, he doesn't have a personality, really. It's a French action star, Olivia... Oliver... Not Olivia. What's his name? Olivier Gruner. And then the female employee is Daphne Ashbrook. These are the actors' names. Her name is Nora Rochester in the movie. And a lot of the movie is just them trying to get out of this giant corporate building with multiple levels. You know, they're going through vents, going through elevator shafts, while this uh, this major, Major West, is, you know, with a team, and they're trying to take out this robot. So, basically, it's the men with green faces against the robot and the girl. Who will win? Who will win? Who will win? So, it's, it's just a lot of that. It's not great. It's alright. And at one point, the uh, the investor's like, This is getting out of hand. I'm pulling the plug. I'm, I'm not investing in your androids anymore. And then the guy, you know, starts to walk away. John Glover signals towards a Navy SEAL. The Navy SEAL shoots him dead. Didn't really think that one over. Aren't aren't people going to wonder what happened to your investor? How are you going to hide the body? I mean, surely people saw him walk into the building. Wouldn't wouldn't a lot of questions be raised? Wouldn't that be a worse PR story than your robot that you created that actually works and does its job? Yes. But, you know, this movie was made in 1995. There wasn't a lot of logic back then. Yeah, basically, we find out that... uh, The female employee is actually a, uh, android as well. That's the big twist. Oh, yeah, there's, like, people with tiki torches outside. They're like, don't make these robots! Ah! 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 it looked like the, uh, University of Virginia's campus, circa 2017, out there. It, uh... And then they they attack the building. And then... Oh yeah, John Glover dies. He gets, like... Thrown. He gets thrown. Thrown. The robot picks him up. Just throw, just chucks him. Chucks him pretty far. And that's it. That's it. That's the movie. Really. It's like a, a dumb action movie. It's not trying to be anything special. So... I'm just, I'm giving it the Abbey rating. There were some entertaining parts. It got a little slow at one point. It was funny. At one point, the robot was in the elevator shaft, and he was crawling. uh, He put, he extended his hands and legs to both sides of the shaft and started climbing down that way, but it's it's definitely not a tier 1 rating. It's it's okay. I don't regret watching it. It's on YouTube if you want to see it. Automatic 1995. Yada yada yada. Well, enjoy the hip hop music. I'm actually playing hip hop from a similar era as this movie. It is a guy whose voice uh, was altered from a car accident. He was a great rapper. And they don't... He was a big part of this group. NWA is the name of that group. And uh, they really don't mention him in the Straight out the Compton movie, even though he was a damn good rapper. His name's a DOC, and this is, uh, we're gonna play four cuts from his sophomore album. Enjoy. My that.
1: Welcome to the brand new world, bitch. Put it on him like this. Brought my motherfucking homegirl in the house with me. New to the world. And it's the D-A-S-S-I-O-N. See, i be
2: flipping like Tina. Turner with the burner, running through your hood yelling lyrical murder. It's dark outside, then these niggas try to hide. I glide through your crew like glide the glide. I ain't letting shit ride. What you wanna do when I come for you and your bitch ass too? Strict nine, lose the mind on the verge of destruction. Blood starts to boil you like a lyrical combustion. Corrupted, this ain't no pressure, no pain. Niggas falling off and straining, maintain. I got the cream dream and gunning for the riches. So many whack bitches, posing for pictures every day, same capers. I regulate my papers, hey, cause so many. Many spectators turn to imitators. Walking, my walking, mocking my persona. They want to be like passion, but they don't want the drama. They be killing me, trying to preach to me, teach to me. I got the PhD in folkology. You got your bachelor's and your master's in the field of dramatic. The lyrical one bringing the static from the attic. So got your automatic. I had it up to here. You niggas are in danger. You better stand clear. No hugs, no love, and no kiss. Mainstream America. They just ain't ready for this. For this. For this.
1: Niggas didn't want to pass the weed Left me stuck Everybody be telling me that's fucked up I never gave a fuck though It's all about the cash Throw you up the river like trash. trash And I'm about to get a brand new one Fuck fuck hey, really hey. don't matter Cause now I got the batter Not nah, stick it in my sock Get straight straight to the dope spot Bet, Bet. No, just us Just me Atlanta, when you want to come and test me, real do real new what you want to do. Cause what I gotta say, it's all parquet. Put another way, the criminal. be the original, monster subliminal. Women do get wet. Can't forget my niggas in the Lake West Side Project. Underline, underline. What's up on the time and see, hey, I met. Them. Five niggas, all they did was bomb shit I mixed a complete elite technique Together the the knowledge of a comp and street, But we nigga fucked up Motown One by one, everybody broke down i out, it's about money, badge But me, I'ma do a Jordan on that ass Yeah, one time for your mind Do a motherfucker like that
3: Marley G I got my eye on that motherfucker from the in the back Cause that trick bitch wanna see me on on the track track. And it's all good if he want it like that Cause I'm a nigga rough, Uh they kick a trigger flow Screaming six once in the grave Big drug seller Bitches and money and can't a motherfucking tell Tell a thing about this gang of Illadelphiatic niggas that'll let the gas bang We come equipped with Glock and clips in the pocket Straight lock shit, lock shit, and that's the way it's gonna be. Uh-huh. From 95 until infinity, Molly G. Yeah. I beat that loony, loony ass nigga laughing and now give a fuck who, who the, the fuck. fuck get in point. I scream my shit, I live my shit. Fuck living positive. What? I get my living negative. Yeah, yeah. motherfucker. It don't stop. Yeah, Hot. And my nigga right got wet on deck. What? Motherfucker, yeah. he got track, track, weed the in the check. Uh-huh. I drop it on the drop one for on my dog who be with me, y'all. Keep it tight with the nigga, don't forget me, y'all. See, I got my niggas and we got guns. to uh-huh. bees like that, uh-huh. we always stay, stay, stay. I represent the Philly four pound pack. It's quick to smack a tramp, bitchy Jaw Jack. A felon like Carl Jack is putting my thing down. Uh-huh. Put my nigga a right. What you won't name Not. And the D to the O C With this lunatic Lyrus. lyricist It's Molly G what? The unfucked with the bull Individual Leaving them seeds In the condition that be critical, critical. I, I. And niggas know what? That I don't give a fuck About the trick-ass ass. house Never tricking my dough When that's the way beat. Yeah. I, 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 it's has oh, gone Big From 95 Until the 70s I guess you the
2: limitless. Yeah And yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, this is that nigga
1: That one and only Motherfucking nigga <laughs> Named Roddy <laughs> in the motherfucker some of that wicked ass shit for the 1995 hookup Yo, my nigga getting ready to do a little something on this motherfucker We gonna run a little something like this, check it out
3: I've been